Insane Asylum with Giuseppe the G Man. I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony, uh-huh. I, I'd be fine with that.
White America, wake the fuck up. White America, wake the fuck up. I forgot that was there. Welcome to episode number 130 of the Sane Asylum. It is April 13th. Uh, Thursday, 2023. What an honor it is to have the great Paul Tapetti uh, join me again. He came on uh, about a month ago for the first time. We did two nights in a row. And uh, this is the final Thursday episode of the Sane Asylum. And thanks to Paul, he was scheduled for next week. But because uh, there's big changes afoot, and I'll tell you what they are right now. Beginning next week, uh, my shows are going to be Wednesday, two hours, Sane Asylum, 6 to 8 p.m. Friday is the Perfect Triangle, noon to 2. And then uh, RBN likes what we're doing. So we're going to two hours on RBN, which is the biggest audience of the week uh, anyway, because we simulcast on, on republicbroadcasting.org and Speak Free Radio, as well as the video simulcast. And so that's going to become on April 23rd, Sunday, two-hour show, which will now run 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central, and you guys can do the rest of the math. But what an honor it is. And, uh, Paul, I muted you because you're out walking, and you're going to have to mute, unmute yourself uh, through StreamYard. And but he, let's uh, let's bring Paul on. There he is. He's on. Hey, man. Hey, there he is, Paul. Welcome back. What a great uh, great song. And we'll be playing a couple more of your songs. I got to tell you, I uh, have begun listening to your entire catalog since the beginning. Uh, and uh, and <laughs> what an amazing change you went through about uh, the year what ninety six two thousand. All of a sudden, you went from making really really uh, compelling good songs that were mainstream to protest rock so what was the what what really drove you to take your 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 songs in a new direction yeah, of your the, um, are you there paul can you hear me yep, yeah i can hear you now yeah uh, the second disc the second disc was next and it's like it's two different discs like halfway through is when uh, I picked up the guitar and started writing on the guitar. So that's when the uh, political songs started coming out. Oh. And uh, so we went from being a pop, love, you know, rock group to a political protest. Take no prisoners, man, because uh, yeah. they hate us and they're trying to kill us, man. Well, yeah, exactly right. And since we last uh, we last spoke in March, the uh, shocking, the globalist parasites continue to show no decorum, no tact, and, and they, they indicted Donald Trump. So what's your take on all that? That's crazy. Well, if you follow the keyboards, man, the first arrest would shock the world. And uh, I think uh, Trumpy's arrest has probably like got to be the biggest thing to shock anybody. Uh, thing. Yeah. And... Dude, they got nothing. I mean, this is uh, an eight-year-old charge. It's a misdemeanor. You know, you got this uh, Alvin fag that's uh, trying to make a, a felony out of a misdemeanor. And even a felony has a five-year statute of limitation. And yeah, I mean, the, guy, the guy's stupid or just because he's like, well, well, Trump was president, so he wasn't in New York for four years. So the statute of limitations doesn't start counting again until he stops being president. It's like... Yeah, that's not how statutes of limitations work, buddy. Exactly. So right. uh, it doesn't matter if it's the um, uh, the douche that's investigating the uh, se the security clearance documents. Uh, the president had everything to do with you know being able to take those home with him. Uh, the people that did it was Joe Biden as senator and vice president, and Mike Pence. 
as uh, vice president. So those two dudes are in a world of trouble. But Trump, he's cool. Uh, the thing in uh, Georgia, all, all, much ado about nothing, man. They're, they're all cases that they're over there because they have willing uh, Democratic appointed judges and um, deep blue states and Soros prosecutors. That's that's the only reason why, man. And they really are trying to kick off a civil war. And it's going to end like the last time with the rats losing. But this time it's going to be a lot faster. Like uh, the Taliban taking over Afghanistan kind of fast. And um, right. they really don't want to. They really, really need to stop kicking the hornet's nest, man, because it's going to get ugly quick. And uh, their world's going to change like overnight. Like, well, we were pushing tranny shit all over the place. And, you know, we had the LGBT and uh, the BLM and all this. And now we're, everybody's gone. They're dusted. <laughs> they got wood chipped, hung, heads on a pike, whatever, man. Oh, man. Talk about great insight paul i mean what's your take on this ramming it down our throats and and our being the normal people of this country in the first world all this tranny 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 i mean this this weird little scrawny faggot uh, dylan uh uh Mulvaney. he's 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 the budweiser's new sponsor they've lost five billion dollars in value of anheuser in a week uh since they put that weird creature up there he's now the spokesperson for nike women's sports bras and this is a scrawny Tampax. little dude and, and i was Tampax, just gonna dude. go there yes Tampax. what's he doing with dude. that Tampax man <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one way only for that one. Come on, it is <laughs> yeah, right. One way only, indeed. So, what's your well, take on time, this? Yeah, Giuseppe. Last time we talked, I said uh, we're between uh, George Washington's vision by the Holy Spirit and uh, Chapter Nine of Revelations. You know, we're in that ugly period right now. It's yeah. you know too late to do shit, and it's too early to start. You know, start dealing with the uh, the traitors and commies that that have infected this nation. Look, Americanism and communism are incompatible. God exactly. and Satan cannot be coexistent. This whole Judeo-Christian is another misnomer. You can't have God and the devil. You know, you have Judeo-Masonry and Christian Israelite, but this whole Judeo-Christian was just to get stupid Christians that don't actually read the word, you know, under the thumb. And, you know, we got to break free. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm wondering if this May is going to be the May through September, the five months that chapter nine talks about it in Revelations. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's not going to go, go, Go good for them. Us, we're good. We'll, we'll be fine. They're, they're the ones that are going to be wishing that the mountains fell on them. Not me. Not you. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, have you seen the last couple of weeks since that weird little little uh, tranny girl, Audrey, supposedly uh, went in and shot up a Christian school? Now, we did a show last week with uh, the legendary Jim Fetzer and this uh, new kid on the block, excellent private investigator, Brian Davidson, and they just tore apart the video again. And it looks like the video was pre-recorded like so many other of these uh well dude what's like, up with the two different type of tennis shoes man one is a vans pair and i forget what the other one was maybe adidas puma, puma no it was puma with the puma. big black check mark yeah. well, what's with these things it's like what <laughs> if, if it is what it is then it should be what it is okay but every time there's always a lot of of you know extra ideas bullshit going on with him uh you asked oh, what yeah. why why is it going on right now yeah. the time is short for the devil brother okay like i said if if, it, if we are in chapter nine of revelations right now it's very, very short for the devil. So guess what he's got? He's got no time. So he's got to push the cult of Moloch, which is the the uh, the killing of the babies. 
you know, right. sacrificing your child to, to the, uh, the cow God. And then you got Baphomet, which is the tranny God. And, um, their time is now, either they go for the, the golden ring or it's never going to happen for them. And I got to tell them it ain't never going to happen for them. No, it is and, uh, no. And what the Patriots need to do is go after one country company that goes woke, destroy them. I mean, everything that Anheuser-Busch sells, Corona, Modelo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bud Light, Bud, all have to be stopped buying. Okay. Nobody right. buys anything from Anheuser-Busch. We destroy the company. Once we destroy that company, we pick another woke company, destroy it. And show them, like, if you guys keep continuing to do this, we'll keep picking one company a week and we will destroy you. Okay? Because we've had enough of this nuttery. Right? God made you oh, right man. the first time around. Right? Yeah. Man made you whatever messed up you are in your head. So, Paul, did you ever think in your lifetime, I mean, you've lived a remarkable life. Did you ever think it would get, become so obvious the eternal war between good and evil that would, you know, literally this is the hill we fight on. And like Robert Kennedy Jr. said about, you know, cannot let that mRNA, jubonic jujab uh, become the way of the, of the land. This is the hill we got to die on. And, and this is this is for all the marbles now, isn't it? what else is there i mean they're, they're trying to put us in 15 minute cities where we can't go anywhere we can't drive anywhere we can't walk anywhere they want to give us vax passports basically they can come up with any destructive uh, virus in the lab uh, release it and they say like okay you guys can't go anywhere because we got the new pandemic on uh but right now they're trying to push the marburg on one one uh scene and on another one they're pushing another avian flu on another uh they, they can't get there like which pandemic do we want the only one that i'm worried about brother it's called nipa N-I-P-A-H, with a lethality of 80%, not 0.001% like Wooflu. Okay, NIPA. And uh, in the blacklist, they mentioned it in 2000, uh, in the sixth season, they mentioned NIPA. So you know how they always do the uh, predictive programming? Like, always look for things. Like So they've already started doing the predictive programming for NIPA. So uh, I think they really want to kill us off, my friend. I do. <laughs> But uh, there's God, right. and he will not be mocked, and it's not going to go that way. And the other thing that people need to understand is that we are literally animated by the spark of God. Our soul is the spark of the divine. And so we cannot allow this this vile, vulgar, pro, uh, profane effort by these Satanists because whatever whatever animates them, it's no longer connected to the divine, right? So, I mean, we all make choices in our lives, and, and so it's just... But I, I just can't believe it. And the other thing I cannot believe, Paul, and I mean, you're doing it right. You're raising your kids. You had your your, your babies a little later in life, and you're you're directly controlling all aspects of their lives. And you see, I don't know, did you catch that video of that heroic young NCAA swimmer, Riley Gaines, who went to give a speech at San Francisco State University, and all these bizarre uh, 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 subhumans, freaks. We're, we're wanting to attack her and the police were, it, it was like, uh, it was oh, the one like, dude in the dress punched her in the face twice, man. I hope she sues right. the whole, everybody, the, you know, the yeah. college, the board of directors, the students that were there, everyone. Yeah. And dude, yeah. they all had phones, I'm sure. So they, they could do the, uh, the geo tracking. So, you know, have at oh, it. Sure. Yeah, the uh, and what's up with this? Like, these are young adults, right? They're somewhere between 18 and 25, 30. What's up with the low impulse control that they can't even have a rational discussion? If you don't agree with her position, which is 
the only sane position. I mean, that that goof, uh, William uh, Thomas, who was the 354-ranked NCAA men's swimmer, all of a sudden, you know, he's a special snowflake, and he decides, man, if I begin to act like a woman, because that dude had no prior, um, uh, you know, initiative. He wasn't on hormones. He put on a onesie, and he looks like a male swimmer, and all of a sudden he's number one uh, chick swimmer. And, and the fact that the, the, the international Jew that controls all of this is, is ramming it again, ramming it down our throats, ramming up our poopers, that we should accept these mentally deranged, weak-minded, toxic-spirited, uh, uh, you know, just poison body freaks, these trannies, as, as something special. It just literally, uh, I, oh my God, it's crazy. I mean, uh, and even worse, Paul, go ahead, please. Yeah. It's, time, it's time we bring back toxic masculinity on steroids, man. That's what this country <laughs> needs right. to show up. Okay. You know, there's this whole communist, sat Satanist kind of leftward thinking where they want to effeminize everything, dude. I mean, it, it's just disgusting. And they're using the teaching profession to sexualize our kids and, you know, convince the kids to, to cut off their body parts, you know, whether they're yeah. trans testicles going, you know, male to female. Or trans breasticles going female to male, you know, whatever their body part they lop off, that's what I call you. And um dude, there's there's a serious amount of insanity in this world right now where, you know, healthy people think it's normal to cut off body parts. I mean that's yeah. you gotta pre go pretty far down the road to get to that point that you're gonna lop off your you know, your member. Well, you know, it's the, you know, I mean, one of the biggest things, Paul, that people aren't paying attention to anymore is the, the evil of the seven deadly sins. And what are the seven deadly sins? Lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride, which is narcissism. And you look at every one of those oh satanic God, initiative, that's, you know, the, the, you, you, you go on Reddit and there's like, there's, if you want to find them, there's tons of these tranny freaks trying to prance around like they're sexy and they're just it's disgusting to look at because the these dudes don't have anything going on as far as you know appeal and yet they all think they're so beautiful and and you you look at especially the the narcissism and the envy and the wrath i mean this is literally just insane and you know the sad point that most people don't pay attention to especially these parents who are so worried about you know their their check paychecks are dwindling the wife's got to work now and all this and that but the fact that the international jew has been poisoning them and their kids for four generations now with with uh, uh glyphosate which started out as an industrial pipe cleaner and they they saw it was killing every plant along the sewer pipe so they the, the, in the sanity of the monsanto jews well let's turn that into a gmo and blah 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 and, and that you know as you well know because you're so into natural health and healing the second brain is in the gut the gut biome 90 percent of all diseases are in the gut and so by by making that toxic you're opening up all kinds of issues because a lot of the hormones are produced out of the gut as well and then you, you combine that with the idea that you know all these parents uh, oh, uh, just open up a can of spaghettios johnny and that spaghettios is lined with bisophenol a which is like feeding your uh kid it's an estrogen mimic it's like feeding them a, a, a birth control pill and then everyone uh oh uh no we don't want you drinking cow's milk johnny and janie you got yeah, don't yeah, do breast yeah. milk, do do formula. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah let, let's yeah. go. Let, let's go you queer, buddy. 
Yeah. Well, that's where it's all coming from. This is not an accident. They want to feminize the white European descendancy. So they, 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 they you know, because Jews are cowards, man. They're like, uh, they're like the ghetto blacks that all they can throw is the sucker punch. I mean, even look at their, uh, their, 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 their martial art. I forget what it's called, but it's all about sucker Crab punching. Maga. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's, you're right. We do need, uh, not even you don't even have to call it toxic masculinity just real masculinity i mean enough is real man yeah 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 for real for yeah. real all right so hey is there anything uh anything that you want to bring up we're coming to the bottom of the hour we're going to play one of your songs and when we come back we can start talking about some amazing the you've spent the last 10 15 years of your life really looking into the true history of humanity the hidden history as well as some amazing uh, uh amazing um uh, uh natural healing protocols and some phenomenal things like turning color to sound sound to color and i look forward to hearing more of it and you turned me on to this fella michael tellinger and that just watching that videos just blew my mind. And yeah, what'd you think you, of that? I thought it was fantastic. I mean, I think he's he's spot on, and and I think the the mud fossils. It's so funny that all of mainstream uh, globalist uh, history, it's all fictional narrative to enslave people and prevent them from understanding just what kind of truth. Dude, you came from Ponsca, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ponsca. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. No thought, no thought behind uh, double helix DNA. Yeah. 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 Quaginary, not binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so crazy. Especially when the entire world, the entire reality is based essentially a projection of frequency, sound, and energy, you know, but oh no, it's all material world, right? We're not going to focus on that at all. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. what was Madonna said? We live in a material world because <laughs> she's just a material girl. Oh, my God. Have you seen any recent pictures of her? Uh, oh, dude, dude. I don't even know who she is. The demon's coming yeah. out of her. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. It sure seems that way, doesn't it? Yep. All right. So. Oh, my God. Ugly. Ugly, ugly inside. Ugly, ugly outside. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so, oh, dude, and she's been uh, getting hit on the uh, child trafficking out of Africa, too, uh, in the last recent right. months. So. That's right. Yeah. All right, let's see. I'm looking for one of your songs that I pre-recorded. Um, hmm, let's see. Where is it? Oh, uh, um, hmm. oh uh, man, I... Well, I must admit, I'm good at a lot of things, but organization is not my strong suit. So, let's see. Okay. I know it's here. It's right here. I just got to find it. So... You trying to find a video page, Los Pisteros? Oh no! I, I to get better sonic quality, I uh, I recorded yeah, a couple of those with a screen capture, and uh, well, let's right. go. Let's do. Let's do. Uh, let's do this one. I know. Uh, all right. So here's "Survive" from Poker Face, one of many great songs. Um, and I, I used to. Oh, say, I just played that on the intro. You know yeah, what? If, let's. If uh, I could make an arrangement. I got a better idea. Where... Let me stop that. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play off of off of the Los Cristeros page. That's. Uh, so I'll let you choose. Do you want to do prayer for the father, or would you like to do uh, uh, freedom, or or thief in the night, or tear it down? Which one you'd like to have played? How about some? Some. Okay. There it is, right there. It's okay. Perfect. Let's do that one. 
Okay, so can I make this uh, full screen? All right, let's get rid of this. You don't need more Obama. We'll talk about Obama. What a scumbag, man. What an unbelievable uh, scumbag that guy is. He, he wants to be the beast child, man. He so wants yeah. to be that one. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. All right, so here is some by Poker Face, and you can watch all these awesome videos if you go to rumble.com and LOS, Los Cristeros, C-R-I-S-D-E-R-O-S, and savvy people will know those are the Christians who fought off the commies in, in uh, Spain. Uh, 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 Mexico. Mexico, rather, my bad. And here we go. Uh, here comes some. <laughs> Sometimes the world can bring you down. Some folks are always walking down us. Some place.
going on for too long. And the people rising up. Somewhere The faith is getting stronger Someone Believes in you and me Welcome back. That's an awesome song, Some by Poker Face, and we're joined by the uh, brilliant driving force of Poker Face, Paul Tapetti. Paul, I muted you during the song because you're outside and we could hear uh, your mic, so you're going to have to unmute yourself. And, um, Paul, what is it? You know, they're starting to see a lot of protests. France burned down BlackRock's uh, office. Uh, England, they uh, protested in the southwest of England so much that they're moving the illegal alien invaders somewhere else, more towards London. But how come we never see many protests here in the United States? There's a lot going on that we should be protesting as well. Because the uh, beer still flows and the sports still show. <laughs> because we're entertained to death, brother. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's a great point. Really good point. And so, uh, well, Paul, where would you like to start? I mean, there's so many things uh, that you're into the last 10, 15 years. Uh, what, what, where would, what would you like to start on? The, uh, the energy fields? The, um, uh, where would you like to go? Wanna, the Michael Tower. Yeah, lately I've just been uh, amassing tons of information. Uh, the one guy's name is Schaumberger, who did a lot of the, uh, I would say, investigations into the copper uh, antennas. And uh, it's just amazing what you can do without fertilizer, with a lot less water, and just an active array antenna made out of copper charging the soil. And um, I, I hope to get it down. I'm, I'm getting long pieces of wood now. I'm stripping copper. Uh, getting the uh, you know garden ready, pulling the chicken shit out and throwing it all over the, the garden. Got to be pulling out the uh, rototiller soon and nice. So and then then I'll be sticking the, the rods with the uh, the copper in it. Um, I just brought back a uh, copper shovel from Mexico we had made uh, for two hundred fifty dollars. Looks like a piece of art, man. But uh, I, I intend to use it for my garden. I just saw a video last night, uh, an old timer, and he had four main instruments. 
you know, uh, of garden destruction. And they're all made out of copper. He had a hoe, oh, copper. Wow. He had a rake, copper. He had a shovel, copper. And um, I forgot what the, the fourth thing was, but and he, even the hand tools. Like the hand tools before I left Mexico, I was like, now this is something that I could uh, bring down and have them copy easily for me. So I think next year I'm going to do like a, a little spade and a couple other tools that I use use around the garden and uh, just have them make it out of the copper. And Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on it, man. So, you know. I'm trying to do it the way, you know, God's nature intends it to be. And uh, we seem to be pushing against it on every level. We're poisoning our food with every other toxin that they, they put in the uh, in the food supply. And uh, I'm, I'm, I deal with horse shit, cow shit, chicken shit. And hopefully I won't be using too much of that in the future because of the copper. And I'm embedding it in the ground underneath. And I'm trying to find really long sticks because they said the higher the. Go ahead. Oh no! I would just found a. Uh, it's called electroculture, right? When you uh, put the copper wire in the garden. So I just found a two-minute video. Should I play it? Please. All right. Let's do it. So a lot of people have been asking me about before and afters of electroculture. Does it work? Is it placebo? Is the copper doing anything? This is a before and after video showing the difference of Elisa's garden on TikTok. Her handle is gardening521, and you can look her up. But this is her garden before electroculture in 2020. She was just using compost and fertilizer, which is the traditional way. And it looked like she was yielding a ton of food in her backyard. We can all have abundance. That's the magic of just growing our own food. We don't have to be dependent on the toxic chemicals in which they try to supply us. So let's look at the after. This is oh, the wow. after of electroculture, implementing copper and wood antennas For in you the, and the radio side, it's like four times energy, taller. It's like they're trees, the not plants. The Holy cow. The plant's blood. What's happening is, is she's increasing the magnetism and the Earth's energy in that area, creating a vortex so that That's the plants amazing. can grow larger, get bigger, and also receive more nutrients, right? When the plant is at its most optimal level, it will grow and just keep growing. We could probably grow plants almost 50 feet high, but the pesticide companies load their pesticides with tons of iron, which diminishes the life force of our planet and our foods so that we are dependent on the grocery store. If you want to learn more about electroculture, you can check out our blogs, Electroculture for Beginners, and CultivateElevate.com. But also check out Elisa's TikTok at Gardening521. Today we're talking about electroculture again with part two with Gardening521, which is Elisa's garden. Her video went wild the other day, and here's her antennas, and here's her garden, and here's the abundance in which we can all have. Her backyard is like a jungle of just Washington State. Beautiful. This is what we all can have. And that's the magic. We do not need pesticides. We do not need chemicals. We do not need Monsanto. We do not need Agent Orange or DDT is good for me or any toxic things placed into our soil. We just need to preserve the life force, the energy, the magnetism, the chi, the prana, the beautiful essence of life and our planet. And that's where electroculture can come in to help reestablish that. You're using copper, which is great for the soil, great for the plants, and helps yield more food. When you place iron into the soil, you're diminishing magnetism, the life, energy, all of that. Look at the average pesticide. It contains almost four different types of iron. Look at the average tool in Home Depot and Lowe's. It contains iron. Why are they putting iron in everything? Because iron is diminishing our soil and diminishing our planet. 
That's what it comes down to. Wow, Paul, I think you're onto something, man. That's pretty cool. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, I'd recommend uh, going going to YouTube. I don't do TikTok, but YouTube. If you just put in electroculture, electroculture gardening, um, I would try to uh, try to find a couple of the old films, man. I don't know if you can go on YouTube while, while we're talking and everything and just look at the background, see if you see some some older film where, dude, the plants are ginormous, man. Cabbages that, like, fill up the back of a pickup, you know, truck. One cabbage. And, uh, you know, one cabbage could feed the whole block, you know. Okay. And that was without fertilizers and pesticides and all this other garbage that we seem to farm these days. And uh, there's not much well, food value in the food. Yeah, that actually was a TikTok uh, video that they repurposed on YouTube. I don't use TikTok either. Good. So uh, let's uh, let me change the search to electroculture and see if I can find an older uh, an older video. Yeah, I'm gonna send you one real quick, man. Oh, okay. Off screen real quick. So sorry if I I'm not here. Oh, okay, that's good. That's fine. So, uh, holy cow! Look at wow. All right, so electroculture, which is essentially uh, wiring up copper wiring to to draw the like that gentleman said uh, the chi, the prana, the earth's real energy, and you've got these uh, the international Jew Satan's minions constantly trying to. Uh, oh, did he? Let's see if he sent that on my my phone. Okay. Uh, there it is. Okay, cool. Let me, uh, let me, uh... all right. Welcome back, Paul. I've got to, uh, copy this from my phone to my computer. It'll only take a minute and then uh, we'll play that. And, uh, so Paul, uh, so, you, so you had a copper shovel made. That's very cool. Yeah. It costs 250 bucks. I mean, it, when you get something, uh, you know, specifically made, and you can't go to Home Depot to get it. Yeah, it's going to cost you a lot more than your twenty, thirty dollars spade at the at Lowe's. You know, but uh, oh, sure. looks looks glorious, man. Looks like an art piece. Oh wow! I just got to get a, a new stick for it. So that's where we're at with that. You know what's interesting? Um, a lot of people don't realize is that uh, everything in in, in, in uh, allopathic corporate health is iron deficiency, but a lot of people are copper deficient, which is even worse. Yes. Yes. They were so deficient in so much because we used to be able to get the essential minerals through the, the food supply, but the the farmland has been so over-farmed that if they didn't put NPK back into the soil to help the food grow, it wouldn't have any nutritional value. And um, Oh, yeah. With, it's sad. Uh, there, there are better ways to do it, and we, we need to start implementing them because um, the way we've gone about it is just causing nothing but cancer. Oh, well said. So it feeds the viruses that they put into us with the uh, out of the womb vaccinations, and then they just feed the virus with uh, poisoning our system. So, oh, okay. So this is this is a, a, a sample antenna video. That's the one. Okay, let me play that. Then here we go. That's what I'm working on now too. Is uh, designs for the antenna array. Oh, cool. So a lot of people are asking me, can you show me? All right, let me expand this and then get back to sharing the screen. 
Okay, here we go. This is how to make your, your own copper antenna. Here we go. Some examples of electroculture antennas. Oh, here you go. These are simple antennas you can make out of copper, you can make them out of brass, you can make them out of all different types of materials. What you're doing is you're harnessing the atmospheric energy that's all around us. This is what all these sacred buildings and cathedrals and mosques and temples are doing. They're harnessing the sacred energy that's all around us so that we can cause healing to people. It also can be used as healing for the plants. When you're placing these antennas all over your garden, what's supposed to happen is you're harnessing that atmospheric energy that's all around, that ether, that chi, that prana, and then your plants start to grow bigger. They start to be frost-resistant, heat-resistant. They start to require less water because the soil starts to heal itself. It's magical. So if you want to learn more about electroculture, you can go to our blog, elevate.com, electroculture for beginners, and we have some great videos on that. If you want to take your garden to the next level, well, there you go. That's very cool, Paul. Why am I standing out in the middle of the room? That was King's Well, what's cool is finding out that uh, one of my uh, awake, not woke, awake friends that's been right. politically, you know, aware, started to use his talents musically to do like we've been doing. Uh-huh. And I came back to Mexico and I went to share some cool stuff because I know he's getting into the micro farming like we have here. And I said, dude, have you heard of electroculture? He's like, yeah, man, I've been like going on it for like the last two months. I'm like, yeah, that's about the time I've been into it, man. Awesome. Oh, so it's like, cool. you know, similar minds at the same place at the same time is a beautiful thing, my friend. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. What do they call that? Uh, synergy, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really great. Um, so do you, have you, you got any recommendations for people who are a little bit landlocked and they're doing like raised bed gardening? Can you still put those copper antennas yes. in a raised bed? Yeah. Oh. Yes, and you can even put them in pots. You know, wh whatever you're growing the, 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 the food in, put a stick with the copper and into the soil, man. Um, if you follow that guy, he'll show you lots of uh, different examples of you know, how he's using the copper antennas, the variety uh, of shapes and sizes, like even like if germinating right now, um, some of my more special plants that I, that I have, you know, more time for, I have individual copper in them right now, you know what I'm saying? Because I want them from birth to, you know, have a good start. So we'll see how this goes, man. I haven't really looked into it. Is there, I mean, is copper copper? If you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, that's good enough copper? Or do you, is it the, the type of Yeah, like the stuff that you can get for um, uh, the cable that's inside your wall. Um, obviously, the, the thicker, the better. And I'm trying to find thicker because the only kind that I'm finding right now um, is the stuff that would be like 12-gauge, 14-gauge, the stuff that would uh, – would turn into your outlet, you know, and uh -huh, right. I want thick stuff. I want, you know, ha half the thickness of my figure. And if you look at some of the antenna designs, like go, go to, you know, brave search engine and put in, um, electroculture antenna arrays and images, and you'll see all the cool different things that people are coming up with, man. And some of them have like really thick copper wires that they're working with. It's like, where the hell are you getting this stuff from, man? I was like, I want this stuff. <laughs> I know it's going to be oh. expensive because copper is going through the roof. That's right, why people right. steal copper piping in buildings. Good point. Good point. Man, that video of the before and after, because the before was a really lush garden. I mean, it looked good. And then when the after, it was like it was like five times higher, and the plants were like trees. It was amazing, amazing.
Oh, that's so cool. You know, it's funny. We, my wife and I have been into natural healing for a long, long time. And about 20, 25 years ago, there was a woman who would make these devices based with copper wiring. And you'd, you'd slip your feet. It was like uh, from the, the sole of your feet. And then the copper would like run along your body. And you would just sit there and kind of meditate. And it, it was really cool. So copper is amazing. There's no denying that. So. Yeah, copper, brass, because, you know, brass is made of copper, I think, with zinc or some some other uh, right, right. metal. Yeah. But as long as it has the copper in it, it works. Just no yeah. steel. Yeah, No absolutely. steel. And steel rusts, and the rust is no good for the soil. It just sucks the life out of it. And um, <laughs> everything that we do is wrong, so... We got to yeah, learn the old no, ways, my friend. Yeah, without a doubt, that's so true. And and what's so sad is, there the 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 parasites, the globalist parasites, are trying to push this transhuman agenda. This trying to become one with the singularity, and the singularity is is the devil, of course, and made manifest on this earthly planet. It's the devil. Yeah, literally the devil. Yeah, and so if we don't return back to the natural ways, uh, the, the things are not going to go well. I completely agree. And uh, no, we got to stay in an analog world because we are analog. We are not digital. You know, yeah, we are not exactly. the Terminators. And <laughs> the uh, the elite are trying to replace us with the uh, synthetic silicon, the machine, right? Because exactly. they can't control right. us, man. We're just uppity. Yep, that's bad true. humans. We, bad humans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so sad. It's so disgusting. All right, man. That was pretty cool. So, where do you want to go next? Got any thoughts about uh, other stuff you're into these days? And well, just and just one thing that I wanted to share with, uh, like, like being a musician and and putting on shows and you know having grown up with uh, Pink Floyd and Gabriel and uh, Yes and a bunch of you know, great bands, musician-wise, you know. Right. And I love the shows. I love the sound, you know, and around. Uh, like, yes, and just, like, I, I saw the last three shows in Philadelphia with uh, Pink Floyd in 94. And, like, leaving the first night in, into the park lot as everybody's walking back to the cars, I was like, dude, the last thing you wanted to do was... Uh, Paul froze up. He should be back any moment. All right. So Paul was telling us that he was uh, last three Pink Floyd shows in 94. And um, and here he is, Paul. You cut out for a bit. You you cut out where you said you went and saw the last three shows of Pink Floyd in Philadelphia in 94, and then you were walking back to the car, and then you cut out. Yeah, 94, um, like I said, when I left that first night into the parking lot, the last thing you wanted to do was kill anybody, hate anybody, stab anybody. You just wanted to love your brother, man. Sure. And the shows that they put on were amazing, the the light show, the, uh, the sound system, everything. And what I wanted to do was just add just another level of visuals. And um, early 90s, do you remember the program called Cakewalk? Oh, the uh, digital audio workstation? Yeah, it used to be, uh, 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 yes, absolutely, it was huge, and then it kind of got lapped by other products, and now it's supposedly free, right? It's it's open source or something? It might be, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's the, that's the music program. Now, there's, there was a, um, 
a graphics program that came out. Corel Draw, excuse me. Sorry. Oh, oh Corel Draw, right, Corel. right. Yeah. Corel Draw had this one image where they had, you know, the the Roy G. Biv, and it had a circle, and it was going up and around. And it looked like a staircase. And then I'm, like, uh, looking at it. And I'm, like, looking at it, and I'm like, wow, that looks like a scale. And the more I looked at it, I'm like, well, what happens if we, like, put 10% white every time this goes around? That would uh, be scale. And if I added a 10% black, that would be, like, going down for the lower actos. Okay, so... I started the picture being able to translate what I'm playing musically so that people could see my song and what it would translate into a color projection as we would project it, you know, on the screen behind us as we played. So uh -huh. like you go to a poker face show mm -hmm. and you like leave the, the show going like, Oh my God, man, I saw the music, you know, and each song would have a different, you know, uh, visual, you know, ecstasy before you with the music and anything else that you had going on with it. Uh -huh. But it's like, you know, whether I used mini notes to trigger the colors, you know, projection, or you actually used a sonic encoder so that it could hear where you're at with music and then it turns it into the color. So, like, uh -huh. say, say you make middle C a yellow. Okay. Right. So go up the scale and, you know, you go Roy G. Biv. So each note right. is going to be a color yeah. or the color in between, you know. And then the next scale up is 10% whiter. And then, dude, if you're jamming in a key of C, it's going to be predominantly yellow. But if you do like a 7th or ninth or 11th or major, you're going to see all the different cool color patterns and schemes that come from it. I've wanted to see my music put the color since, you know, God showed me this visual of like 30, you know, sound of the color. And then I find out that every sound frequency has a color frequency associated with it already i was like oh my god man like it's like god had like showed me like way long ago just the beginnings of this this oh, the whole cool. thing man you know it's not, it's not a luminescence and it just blew my mind man but so i still now, want to bring this to i still want to bring it to the to the consciousness so if there's anybody in your listener base that knows how to encode we can use midi notes just to start with you know work with me man i love like i, I tried to go to some of the the big uh big music companies uh you uh -huh. know sound companies and, and projector companies they, they love the idea, but they're like, yeah, we, we're not into that kind of research and development. Like, well, that kind of sucks, man. But oh, it's oh, something that I've, oh. I still want to bring to the public, man. And then you can have like the, the card at home, you, you know, put your own music to, you know, the color, you know, plug, plug this app in and everybody can see what their music looks like, you know? Oh, that would be so cool. Um, yeah, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't done that because, I mean, if it's already associated, every musical note and frequency has associated color, how, how hard would it be to do that? It doesn't seem like it would be that hard, right, since you already can combine uh, all that with MIDI. Oh, wow. Very cool. Speaking I'm of not Pink the technical Floyd, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm the dreamer guy, man, you know? Yeah, that yeah, gives me the, the cool visions. And, uh, That's awesome. I wish well, I, I wish I had the encoding computer side. I wish I had some of the electrical side, electrical engineering, man, so I could put this stuff together and actually create it for people, you know? Oh, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I definitely. You, you go to a that. poker face show, and you, you'd be like, dude, I just got faced. I'm like, yeah, you did. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So let me tell you about my uh, – in 1975, I was 16 years old, and Pink Floyd was on their Dark Side of the Moon tour, and they played at Milwaukee wow. County Stadium, and uh, they played the whole album, right? And just – it was raining. It was miserable weather, but, of course, it was great. The original four members of Pink Floyd – and then right at the right. big, big finale, the uh, the clouds parted 
and there was the full moon right during uh, the big end of Dark Side of the Moon. I'll, I'll never forget that. It was just like, wow. the, you know, 50,000 people mind. all having those kind of truth shivers all at once. And then, get this, in 1977, they were touring for um, for animals, right? And they had a, they had a quadraphonic stadium sound system so like when they were playing dogs you know and the dog roof roof at each speaker bank bark in, in in cereal right so it went around the stadium and then they they shot the pig with the shotgun so man I, <laughs> you're you're so right about people at those shows nobody like today you know these 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 savages they're they're, they're gonna shoot each other and and fight after concerts but when you go to those concerts all you want to do is just talk about how great it was and the shared the well, shared experience of beauty you, you know how they have speakers stacked or staged through through the arena because right. the, you know they gotta have the sound carry as strong as it is in the front as it is in the back right what i wanted to do was put piping so that it would release a co2 cloud gas above everybody's head so that you could project this this changing color that your music is emanating with fractals being triggered by the drums. So oh, you would have wow. this like smorgasbord of just like intense visuals changing constantly from colors to the patterns. Like, dude, it was just mesmerizing just watching this. I mean, let oh, alone the yeah. music just carrying you to, a, to another dimension, man. But right, like I, I came up with an expression many years ago. I said, music is the glue that binds the soul of man to God. It's the one thing that God put in this dimension that actually allows us to almost touch, taste heaven, man. The supernatural. Oh, wow. What a great end of the first hour. That's well, let's, let's go over that quote again after this top day hour break, but it's beautiful. Music is the glue. Man, you're a visionary, man. You are a remarkable man. Stay tuned for hour two with the brilliant Paul Tapetti, the driving force behind Poker Face, and so much more. After you're listening to message. Speak Free Radio. Free speech internet radio platform. I have been studying vaccines for the past three years of my life when it came up in my professional life. And my, my current opinion about vaccinations is that they have never been safe. Never has there been a safe vaccine. Never will there be a safe vaccine. And it is not possible to have a safe vaccine. The actual process of vaccination defies the natural function of the immune system of living beings. It thwarts the immune system into a balance that's very unnatural and that leaves it susceptible to uh, more things than just what you may be vaccinated supposedly for. Putting a disease matter into a body combined with all the chemicals and antibiotics and things that the manufacturing companies may not even know about at the time that they're being injected into a muscle, there's no possible way that that can be safe. If indeed it is such a miraculous product, wouldn't we be noticing how miraculous it is? Are, are they saying that we are just too stupid to notice that this is killing people and maiming people? That we're too stupid to notice that it's miraculous? You know, I think that is a lot of the argument. We're just too stupid to notice how miraculous this is. So to protect everybody, we better, they're going to give it to us anyway. The people that were vaccinated were among the sickest, that many children were dying after smallpox vaccinations, uh, that they were developing terrible ulcerations, beautiful, perfect babies, you know, forced into smallpox vaccines, either dying or developing terrible, terrible 
diseases. Those of us who actually notice the science is not backing up vaccination, those of us who notice that people are being maimed and killed by vaccinations, those of us who have experienced our own vaccine reactions are categorically thought to be mad. It's money and it's power. Many of the vaccine enthusiast doctors will parrot the phrase that babies need to be vaccinated when they're young because the take rate is better for the vaccine. Parents are being told to bring their two-month, four-month, six-month-old infants in to have them injected with some 24 different disease matter injections, complete with the polysorbate 80 amounts of aluminum that are absolutely unsafe. An infant's immune system develops slowly. That's normal. It's part of the design. They think nature is flawed because they think mother nature got it all wrong when designing the immune system of an infant. So why aren't these children all dying? Why, why, don't they, why are they not extremely vulnerable to disease more so than the vaccine enthusiasts actually say they are? Is because of breast milk. It's because of breast milk from a healthy mother who's eating a good diet. This is the design. The inventors of vaccines have chosen a belief system whereby uh, infants are all born with inadequate immune systems and that the only way they can be saved from hepatitis B, rotavirus, etc., the infant vaccines, that the only way they can be saved from these diseases is getting vaccines into them as quickly as possible in multiple injections. Young babies uh, have a blunted immune response compared to you or I and that's one of the reasons why the aluminum is added to the vaccines is to stimulate that immune response. So what happens when um, babies are given a vaccine is that this normal non-reactivity of the immune system uh, is, is abolished and the non-reactivity then becomes hyper-reactivity and that's why we're seeing so much asthma, so much reactive airway disease, allergies to peanuts and so on and so forth, latex. It's because of these injections that these young children are getting, not only that have the disease matter in them, but that have provoked the immune system in an unnatural way, shifting uh, the normal balance uh, of non-reactivity into one of hyper-reactivity. Live from Crestview Studios, Florida, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, it's the Dave and Duke Call-In Show. Hi, this is Dave Gehara. And this is David Duke. Limber up your dialing fingers and join us for our new Sunday weekly call-in show. Live, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We're taking the microphone away from Dr. Duke and handing him the phone receiver. Yes, and I'll be happy to answer your questions because you are the star of the show. I'm simply here to try to answer your questions to the best of my ability from my lifetime of study, research, and activism. I'm looking forward to your questions and to your comments. listening to The Sane Asylum with your host Giuseppe The G-Man 
All right. Welcome back to the final hour of the Thursday Sane Asylum. Remember next week, it's Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday, two hours. And so what a what a great first hour. And Paul, please tell us that quote again. That's just so cool about music being the glue that I want to I want to memorize it. So what's the what's your quote again? Music is the glue that binds the soul of man, the God. Oh, it's the one thing in this dimension that allows us to touch the supernatural. Oh yeah, totally agree. Oh, well, by the way, brother, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I've been to so many. Yeah, I mean, when when it was so great, like you said, yes, in Genesis, and uh, I remember in 1982 when Peter Gabriel did his first uh, solo tour to the Midwest, and it, it, he came out of the back of the uh, came out of the back of the auditorium in Madison, Wisconsin, and they are all just playing drums and stuff, and it was just so spiritually moving, and the whole show was just unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's really great, Paul. So what's your take on this ridiculous inversion since we in our one we were talking about the electroculture and the uh, amazing abundance? I mean, it's almost like stunning, like you're on another world with that video of that woman who had a great garden to begin with. And then the after with the copper wire, it was literally five times higher plants. I mean, stunningly remarkable. But what's your take with all this uh, international Jew globalist Satanist nonsense that climate change is destroying? everything i mean the only thing that man is doing is poisoning parts of the earth yeah so but yeah there's no climate change the, the sun is the time the sun is the climate changer man period exactly yeah and uh in the story you know volcanoes would be uh number two uh the plant mass in the oceans would probably be number three humanity is like a, a doll like not negligible but man does pollute and um like I said before, thermal depolymerization takes all the different plastics and turns it back into its natural elements of fuel, oil, gas, carbon, whatever. So there are solutions to the, the problems that we have today. And you can even use capitalism to make it happen so that everybody's a part of the economic pie. And we, we can all, you know, it's like my state with marijuana. They've only allowed 25 people to grow it and 50 people to sell it instead of allowing the whole state to be part of the economic pie like california did years ago right. when they allowed people to grow it you know and then they, they can make products from it and sell it to the stores that popped up i mean my state's very backwards with that kind of mentality but you know when allowed to flourish you know solutions happen with capitalism and i'm sure there's there's some kind of you know, device that can be made, uh, some kind of netting that can be used for the Pacific and Atlantic where they have these state size, you know, pollution, plastic islands, you know, basically floating in the water, man, contaminating the oceans. But we, we can clean it up. And what I just found out is that the United States and all of our river systems basically make 0.11% of the plastic pollution. It's like the Chinese rivers and the Philippines and the Indian rivers and African rivers. Those are the major sources for all this pollution that's in our yes. oceans, not us. Yep. And, uh, right. But still, we can still help the pollution that is in the ocean, and we can turn it back into the fuels that they were made from. Um, yeah, I'm all about solutions, guy, and I'm tired of people whining and complaining. And look, just let everybody be a part of. I, we have two types of capitalism going on right now: the one that I, that I love, which is like the black market, the flea market, the farmers right. market, the uh, the garage sales. Okay, and then there's monopolistic capitalism, which is what we have basically three stores of every kind, you know, three toothpaste makers, three burger joints, three three of this, three of that. 
And anybody yeah. else that tries to get into it, there's a high cost to get in, involved into it. Um, all that's got to change, man. You know, we, we need to be more human towards each other. And, you know, that there's better ways of just doing everything. And um, the satanic, selfish, narcissistic way has got to die because it impedes love, man. Oh, what a great man. You're on fire today as far as uh, sharing wisdom. So uh, what what's your take? I know uh, uh, we touched upon it a little bit in the beginning of our one. What do you think's coming for Trump? I mean, he seems to be uh, clearly in the crosshairs. And to me, it seems like they don't. They're they're persecuting Trump because they don't want the uh, the patriot, the true American patriot, to feel like there's any ability to to grasp power. And for whatever reason, Trump's kind of become the the poster boy for for the the independent patriot. What are your thoughts on what's coming for Trump's way the next year or so? Um, I don't know. Didn't we talk about the the three prophets the last time we talked? How they talked about Trump, like as far back as '85, was the hermit from loretto talking about the playboy going to bring america back to the god and his doctor friends like they were like dude are you smoking something bad because he's a playboy <laughs> man he's having nothing but sex with like hot women he's, right, he's right. not going to do anything yeah. and then he had um uh clement he even talked as much as the the two presidents like we have right now and if it, i don't know if you saw the other day when chubby was leaving new york or something the extra large like uh suitcase that was more like the the nuclear football you know, it's like if anybody's the real president right now, it's Trumpy man, not not that fucking dodo that that's uh you know <laughs> w- w- whispering his pedo his pedo threats into the microphone, man. You know, unreal, but, uh, unreal. But no, yeah. Trump. Look, look, God, he is God. God chose him. God chooses some perfect people. That's what I love about the Bible is all these imperfect people were loved by God. It's like, dude, I'm imperfect because, dude, if they were like perfect people, I, I'd be like, wow, man, I I, I have no hope. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah. God chose Trump, man. You know, we need his kind of attitude to deal with the narcissists that are smug. They have nothing but contempt in their voice, in their language, in their words towards us. He is, I don't think he's an asshole, but he's the right asshole for the right times, man. And all these people that got butthurt like, oh, my God, he tweets so, so mean. He's like, dude, have you seen the shit he's had to deal with? My oh, God, yeah. he's nice. Come on. Dude, since he walked down that escalator, or you know, when he, you know, glided down the escalator, they're already after him. And since he was in all four years, they were after him the whole time. It's like, dude, that's a coup. I want every one of these assholes that partook on this. I want them in jail. The fifty-one people that did uh, election interference with the uh, uh, the uh, Hunter uh, crackhead laptop was uh, Russian uh, Desufo. I want all them in jail. Okay, if you're going to be putting J six people in jail for just walking through the halls of Congress, I want these people that I actually did interfere with the elections in jail okay but trump is going to come out of this bigger stronger the people are going to see that we do have a two-tier justice system and um if it's going to be america it's not going to stand and maybe it's time to play cowboys versus commies you know it's the only game that the bankers haven't allowed us to play they've right, always protected right. their, their, their commies you know yeah yeah that's great that is true uh inspirational uh, uh advice i completely agree with it so do you think that uh, they're gonna allow trump because they these uh the international jew they, they make machiavellian uh machiavelli rather look like uh uh he plays by robert's rules of orders you know do you think they're gonna allow him to because he will win if he's allowed to run do you think they'll kill him 
Dude, they could try to kill him, but if he's protected by father, nothing's going to happen to him, man. How about George Washington? How about George Washington? When he got inaugurated, do you remember when the big chief came and talked to him? Right, right, yeah. Okay, big chief came because he, he fought against them during the French and Indian War. He's like, look, my braves, they shot you. They had you dead to right. I saw them shoot you. You did not fall. I told my braves to stop shooting you because Providence was protecting you that day. And I knew you were a great man from that day, from that moment on. And George said, yeah, my jacket had bullet holes in it. Oh, if God wow, wants you, there's nothing, there's nothing that's going to happen to you, man. Okay? That's what gives me my fearlessness. If God wants me here, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And I'm going to do his bidding until I'm not here. And I'm going to be fearless about it. Because me and God are the majority. Seeing can suck my dick. There you go. That's exactly that is right. Well, well stated. Absolutely. So, hey, how are things going with your efforts to uh, get that, that natural healing clinic uh, up and running uh, south of the border? I'll do it every day, a little, little bit more. You know, the uh, we still have some rooms to, to build. The, the pool finally got done and looking sweet. Um, just basically waiting for a license. We got the people dying to get in there. And uh, we're, we're anxious and looking forward for taking off and... I don't know. It's uh, it's a new chapter, and the team that I've assembled to the the be a part of this and and provide the the cool alternative care is is awesome, man. You know, yeah, that's fantastic. Good so people, man. You, Where what they say, they mean. I can trust them, and <laughs> you can't pay pay good money for that kind of uh, peace of mind. Oh, that's, uh, that's really wonderful to hear, Paul, or really wonderful to hear. So what, what, anything, uh, on the, on the horizon for, uh, poker face playing any live shows anytime soon? Uh, live shows, no, but, um, you know, we're, we're in the writing phase right now. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, ho hope to start putting some of this new stuff down over this next year. So we'll see where it goes. I'm only getting an opportunity to go, go down to, to see the bandmates like once a month once every three weeks so uh-huh whatever time we have together it's precious and we try to get done as much as we can and oh that's awesome so do you guys have uh like a, a recording setup when you get together and you can do demos and all that uh well, we do at dennis's house and we practice down at the drummer's house uh up in uh his barn He's got a nice <laughs> we have a full pa system that, that we play through so it, it's kind of cool just feeling the, the power of the uh of the loudness and and the you know the chords we're playing man it's just it, it's it's cool man so right now we're just practicing out playing some new stuff working out you know some ideas and uh i don't know i i got enough stuff for for another disc i wanted the seventh disc to be a, a double disc set where it was called and the last came down rock opera oh, nice. 16 new tunes six of the old tunes redone and then ten of the greats from the uh, from the sixties, like War, uh, Edwin Starr, some Buffalo Springfield, some Crosby, Stills and Nash, some uh, oh, sweet the ten years after, some uh, Get Your Motor Rolling, but not that song, Monster. Um, oh, by Steppenwolf. Some, oh, nice. Yeah, some good Steppenwolf. So it's just stuff that had some soul back then, that that their songs can play into the story that I want to write about this little militia band that basically uses the talents that God gave them to wake up their fellow man and their fellow countryman to do the right thing and, uh, you know, take names and kick dragon, man, you know? Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's so cool.
All right. So uh, what what else? Have you anything else you wanted to touch on, Paul, while we're having this excellent conversation? Uh, not not at the moment. I mean, just uh, just paying attention to the craziness that's going on, the the, the world dollar, the, the dollarization going on right now under uh, Sniffy's watch. And nobody's yeah. talking about it on TV. Um, crazy times ahead, my friend. You know, ho- hopefully you have a, an alternate food source. Um, I definitely, you know, want you to come up to to one of the parties that we throw this year, just to get to know you better. Bring a tent, oh, stay the night. Sure. Oh, know. sure. That if you have a dog, be, yeah. bring a dog. We have other friends that bring dogs, and we probably have like twenty people that camp out from the night before. Oh, wow. It'd be good to meet you, and uh, we, yeah. we can trade back trade, trade back and forth some uh, some health stuff, man. It'd be good. You're into yeah, the acupuncture. I know very little about. Yeah, yeah, it'd be an honor to attend for sure. Oh, by the way, Dave Gahari, uh, who you know well, wanted me to give you his regards, and he says hello. So, uh, yeah, set back at that, brother man. I love that man. Yeah, his he's, family. He's a, he, yeah, he's a fantastic guy. All right, so um, any uh, uh, let, let's let's talk a little bit more about uh, the stuff that that Michael Tellinger is uh, into these days, and uh, especially the 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 the. Uh, the the mud the mud uh, fossils and all that I mean uh, the, the body names of the giant shit yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean uh, there's so much stuff it's funny man like all the faces that are petrified the the eyes the nose the mouth are all in the same ratio man it's not like an eyeball at the top of the head and ear at the bottom of the mouth no it's two eyes a nose and a mouth all in the same ratio as what it should be and all yeah. over the world and I just found two or three new videos that I want to show my kids because they, they love the, the whole mud fossil, you know, investigation going on right now. Oh, well, here, you know, I could. We got a couple minutes. Should I play the part where he uh, – it, it's a three-hour presentation, but there was the, the part when the gods were on Earth, they were giants. So I play a couple minutes of that? Yeah, do that. Okay, will do. Here we go. Record. We've all seen this. Many of us would have seen this image on, on the internet, real actual historic finds of giants or pieces of giants or fragments. So these are real. And, uh, and yet this is nothing compared to what we're finding. In the Jewish encyclopedia, we get told about the, the rabbinical tradition, about the Anakim that are of the same Titanic races as the Rephaim, the Nephilim, the Gibberim, the Zamzumim, and the Emim. They talk about them like they were the Russians, the Jews, the the, oh, the Russians, the Polish, the the Portuguese, and the Italians, right? Uh, and like they knew who they were. Well, we have no idea who they were. The Zamzumim and the Emim. Wow. In South Africa, we have the Boskop skull that's about 20% larger than the human skull. And then we have this bone fragment that's actually crystallized already at the at the Witz Museum, Witz University in Johannesburg. Uh, that's where I graduated from, by the way, in 1983. And uh, there's the size. It's about at least twice the Sorry. Um, it's at least twice the size of of a human um, leg bone, human um, joint there. Look at that. Compared to that, when you see it in real life, it's a lot more impressive. And then you start seeing footprints like this that has become far more interesting. But nothing like the giant footprint close to my house, about two hours' drive from where I live. And this is probably about seven times as large as a human. It's interesting that Klaus Donner actually found the nose bone, the heel bone, and the skull fragment in Ecuador of a giant that was about 10 meters tall. 
between seven and ten meters tall. Amazing. And what is even more interesting that the skeleton of that giant in Ecuador is actually in the Ecuador Museum. It's on display for everyone to see. And then there's still people that talk about, oh, giants are just a myth. They don't really exist. And there are these giant skeletons for us to see all over the world. Uh, but these are the small guys. When, once we start looking at uh, the books of Leviticus and the book of Enoch, everything changes. Because in Leviticus, they tell us, or whoever the narrator is, tells us that we were like locusts by their side. That's how small we were compared to the giants that lived in that part of the world. And the book of Enoch, I've heard about the book of Enoch so much and about the giants. So I looked it up just before I left. And I found it, I think it was in page 69 or 89, I can't remember now, where it clearly talks about the giants that were 3,000 L's tall. So I looked up what an L is, and an L is just short of half a meter. So... 3,000 L's would make these giants one and a half kilometers tall, or just short of a mile. Now, this is a whole nother scale. And we have to start cognitively and consciously thinking about the possibility and probability and reality of these beings that existed on our planet at some time in the past. Stop shoving it aside and ignoring it, because history and oral tradition is talking about it. And... Even now, in the stone circles, you can't get away from it. Suddenly, it's all about the bloody giants. You know, I didn't want to talk about the giants, but I'm forced to talk about the giants. You know, I want to talk about stone circles. <laughs> and we're picking up pieces of bloody giants everywhere. You know, these are not stones. These are fossils, people. Stones don't make these weird shapes. Body parts, anatomy makes these weird shapes, and not just of humans, of weird creatures, and we have no idea what they look like. We don't know how many hearts they had. We don't know if they had blood. We don't know if they were cold-blooded or, or hot-blooded, if they had exoskeletons or, 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 or inner skeletons. We're just speculating. We're just finding these parts, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. So, Paul, you've done a lot of research into Michael Tellinger's work and the mud fossils and the giants, and I mean, it's proven with even in within the lies of uh, mainstream uh, uh, science and history that there's been uh, five previous epochs that wiped out basically all life on Earth, and so um, there, there's things we can't even imagine, and it's being hidden from us, isn't it? So your thoughts, and you you've investigated this a lot. Well, the one thing that um, they don't tell you is there's pyramids on every continent. Right, exactly. And um, it was funny. Before I saw Alien versus Predator, I had said that there's, you know, before the flood, we were wrapped in this, like, uh, this ice shield bubble that kept everything temperate, like 80 degrees. So the North Pole was 80 degrees. There wasn't any snow there. Snow is a more recent concoction. See, Antarctica, no snow there, okay? And uh, there's mountain ranges down there. There's pyramids down there. So when, remember, Kabbaliwood always always throws in our faces what what was, like the Flintstones. Man and Dino live together. Okay, well, Dino's terrible lizard. Man and bigger versions of everything else lived together before the flood. Right. Well, once the hyperbaric bubble melted down and rained upon the earth for like 40 days, then... Um, we didn't have that atmospheric pressure of twice, twice as much as what it was before. We didn't have twice as much oxygen. So we're not running for days. We're not, we're not you know, like living for, for almost a thousand years. You know, we're, we're cut down to buck 20 and uh, we live in a depleted atmosphere. Anything that's bigger than like six, seven feet, like eight feet people, eight feet tall people have a problem breathing 
Like most of right. them die young because of some kind of cardiac, some kind of lung issue. They're not healthy because the atmospheric pressure isn't there to support them. And um, neither is the, uh, the oxygen content. But if you double the CO2 for plants or you double the oxygen for humans and you double the atmosphere, damn, will things grow big. Add that to the electroculture, man. And take that little indica four-foot plant that you used to grow in your backyard. Imagine that being like a 25-foot tree. That's wow. where I want to grow to, man. That's what I'm working on. Amazing. Amazing. Well, we're, re- we're coming to the uh, bottom of the hour music break. So which uh, Poker Face song would you like to uh, have the audience here at the bottom of this hour? Living in the Land of Pinocchio. It's uh, our, our song about uh, exposing uh, the pedivore culture of the satanic elite and how they feed upon the Goyim's children as cattle. And, All right, so this is... You know, there's a reason where they come from. Yeah, no doubt. All right, well, let's do it now, then. This is, this is another brilliant Poker Face song called Living in the Land of Pinocchio. of high school, you were everyone's fantasy girl, then we found you between the pages of local hotties in a skin trade magazine, you look so fine, blew everybody's mind, it wasn't long before you shot the hell right out of here, hopped on the first plane to California, hey, look so epic that you show my good wall, yeah, living in the land Like living birds, choosing clothes on the mini bar. You were reborn as a new age goddess. It wasn't too long before you were a porn star. Now you go by Lady Kaka. Send us a little girl to be a little bit Ten years later, no one remembers you. Who wants you sold your soul to the devil for? Living in the land of Pinocchio With a drug and a sub on a dog and a stem Lord, Tommy's barreling all the way Just live black love all over
Wow, what a great uh, song, Paul. You're a gifted, gifted guy. And what do you take of uh, all these uh, these females? I just watched um, I just watched uh, a video, a little clip on Twitter. I, I have Twitter set up as like a news feed, and there was this clip of that that uh, older the, at the recent uh, Oscars. There the, the older actress Helen Mirren, who's you know white haired now. And she walked up to this younger modern actress. I forget her name, but literally, she walked up and gave the de the, the devil horn sign of Satan right to her. And then the young girl's like, "Oh, oh okay, right, right," and gave it right back to her. And and Helen Mirren was like really intent, like you have to, you know, acknowledge Satan right now. And I was like, "What the fuck, man?" Well, what a and shame, man. I, I like Helen Mirren as an actress, especially in the, the Red movies. But whatever. They all I suck, man. Be. They all suck things penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could have the wrong name. It, it, that's the British actress, right, Helen Mirren? I right. think that's yeah. – yeah, that was her. It was her, yeah. Yeah, that is too bad. But I don't think anybody gets that level without playing no. that game somewhat, right? So Right. So what it sucks, what, man. It it truly does. It's it's unfortunate. What what's your how, how much have you looked into uh, what what these Hollywood elites and the music elites and how much they're you know they're been it's come out in my research the last few years like even Bob Dylan admits that you basically sell your soul and everybody's like oh he's just being meta metaphorical but you're not. Well, Katie Perry said it. Dude, a lot of, a lot of people state it. They state yeah. it because they have to. Yeah. And nobody wants to believe, like, ah, the, the devil doesn't exist because the devil's been good at, at making everybody believe he doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. God don't exist. Why would he exist? Yep, that's so true. Which is the whole evolution thing, man. You know, if we came from pot scum, then there's no creator. And you're not endowed with unalienable rights. So that's the, that's the, that's the big fight, man. Does God exist? Yeah. And not only does he exist... But what's your purpose here? Why did he make you? Exactly right. Exactly right. So getting back to the phenomenal, interesting of what were these beings? Um, so do you view, based on your research, which is far more in-depth than mine, do you believe that it's a race right now with these uh, these Satanists trying to terraform this earth into being like a, a cyborg-friendly, uh, uh, kind of like a living hell that will allow the, the singularity, which is essentially the living manifestation of, of, of Satan? to come into this plane versus you know people like us who are trying to champion the divine and bring nature back and 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 create the harmony that in my opinion god always intended for this reality so what's your thought on that race who's going to win well the devil thinks he's going to win because you know he feels we're weak and um he feels that he sold humanity enough that there isn't any god um but it's time short. And if we're going into the five months, you know, of chapter nine, then it's really short. And Chubby coming back ends all this nonsense. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the Soros isn't ready, man. And if he tries to run, then, you know, he, throw, he throws 2028 into a suspect because look who he's hanging out with. He's hanging out with all rhinos, the bushes. It's like, I thought, I thought Trumpy killed that, uh, section of the, the 
the vaginal uh, rhino wing off. Um, but no, say saying Satan's kitties, you know, they they want to basically look, dude. Just just look at all their uh, I call them uh, utopian, futuristic, dystopian movies, man. Always gray, always always miserable. Humanity suffering. Life sucks. I mean that that's world without God, and uh, that's not the world that I know, and that's not the world that I know that's coming. I mean, right. the beautiful thing is God wins in the end, but. The beautiful thing is he allows Satan to try to move the needle as much as he can because, dude, God wants your love, man. He doesn't want your love feared. He doesn't like, okay, uh, Proverbs, the very beginning of Proverbs, mistranslation by a scribe, thou shalt fear the Lord. Now, as a kid, I was like, that, that never made sense. You know, very first, very first proverb, you know, the beginning of wisdom is uh, fear of the Lord. I'm like, why would the one that made me want me to fear fear them? I don't want my kids to fear me. I want them to respect yeah. me. I want right. them to listen to me when I bark at them, but I want them to love me. Okay, so that didn't make sense. Well, you get the Strong's Concordance out, the Bible dictionary, and you like look up that word. It's not fear, it's revere. But it's, uh, it's so awesomeness of his presence that you're like, you're so overwhelmed that, you know, but it's, it's reverence of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, not the fear of the Lord. Okay, fear is the devil. God is love. And um, so, yeah, like you say, they're, they're trying to te terraform the earth. When you read Revelation, I don't read anything where God's warning me about the Muslims. OK, nothing about the Muslims, um, nothing about the Terminators, man. And they're coming online right now. You got RoboDog from Dincor and, you know, right. Chinese got their version Russian. OK, he got guys not warning me about RoboCops coming in, even though they're coming online right now. Right. Who does he warn me of? Two, nine, three, nine, John, eight, forty four. Only one group of people. Those who suck Satan's penis. Okay? Yeah, exactly. The children of them. Yep. Okay, so... Terminator Skynet can't come online before the shit hits the fan. Okay? So, there's no Muzzy Revolution invasion of America. There's no Dincor. Uh, I mean, excuse me, Skynet. Uh, uh, Terminator taking over America. No, the standard flies while the communists are burning down our cities with a red trumpet leading the way. But is the Christian, the God-loving, not the God-fearing, the God-revering, okay, rise up, and we not just put out the fires here and, and, and stop out the communists, you know, the crap that, that's, you know, dude, it just needs to be dealt with. The, the adults need to stand up and, and, yes. and take the track down, okay? We are yeah. the majority. Yep. They think they're the majority because the, 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 the communist media is behind them. But they're like 20%. We're yes, like 60 yes. with 20% yes. being independents. Yes. All right. Yes, exactly. All right. We need to start acting like the majority. And uh, we need to start ignoring their illegal, their unconstitutional, their anti-American bullshit. Just ignore it. If they try to pass it, just ignore it. It, it, it. Like gun laws, ignore them. If they're unconstitutional, Justice Black, 1803, anything that's repugnant to the Constitution is not legal. Well, if it's against my gun rights, it's not legal. So doesn't mean that you go out and kill people, man. It just means that you have the ability to defend yourself and your family, which is what it was meant to be. Whatever you, whatever arm you choose to arm yourself with, it wasn't defined. Whatever was the latest and greatest of the time. Hey, dude, some of our Patriot forefathers had ships. You know, some, some of them had, you know, cavalries. Whatever they could afford, they had them at, you know. But, uh, 
no, it's time to take back this country. We take back this country. We take back the world. And um, it's time for the adults to stand up. That's what I, what I keep saying. The JV team is in place right now. I always call the, the rat party the, the JV team. Clinton was the, the T-shirt and, and, and uh, blue jean wearing crowd, while the Republicans were always the adults. And too polite and too nice. They need to, they, 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 they need to get you know, street fisting, balling in the streets, man, like the, the rats do. And it's time to kick their ass. We are the majority. Start acting like it. Oh, well said. You know, it's funny. I was just uh, lying in bed the other night and, and was thinking, you know, that ever since about the first, second, second decade of the 20th century, when the Jew made their play with uh, blackmailing Woodrow Wilson and you got the Federal Reserve, you got the traitorous uh, Zionist Louis Brandeis on, installed in the Supreme mm-hmm. Court. You got uh, America. After that was Colonel Mandel House. Yeah, in World War One, Bankster War One, and ever since then, there's been you know slowly this this layer upon layer of Jew laws, Noahide laws. But I was realizing I I I I allow no uh, sovereignty by the the synagogue of Satan over my life. So any Jew law has no relevance to me. I I'm only under the divine law, natural law. And more people right. need to wake up to that, don't you think? Definitely, brother. You know. Common, co- common law, man. There's common sense law, and yeah. um, which yeah. is pretty much what the Constitution is based on. It's just common sense and uh, and separating the powers because you know ultimate power is is, is ultimate corruption and and even separating the powers, people form gangs. That's why they yeah. hated parties. You know, political parties suck, man, and um, that's why we have the bane bane of what we have today. Um, this time when when we do have our our civil war between uh, the communists. This time we stamped them out for good. We don't let them come back as a political party. Our forefathers in the 1800s allowed the rats to come back. They just should have stamped them out forever. This time we, this is what we do. And not just here, but all over the world. Yeah, it's really, but you said it, man. It it seems like this is the year. This is, I have a dear friend. He's a regular guest. He's a brilliant uh, Jungian astrologer. He used to be a journalist way into music. Just a, just a brilliant intellectual guy. His name's Robert Phoenix. And he was saying that uh, the, uh, you know, the archetypes, the stars are lining up for three crazy years in a row, but I think it's going to hit, like you said, uh, the rest of this year myself. So, yeah. And, dude, the, the whole uh, Raymond of Trump during Easter week, you know, it was like, you know, Trump is not God. Trump's not Christ, but he's an archetype. And right. what they did to Christ, they did to Trump during that same week. And uh, trust me, it, 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 it didn't. It, it was very paramount in my face that this was what it was doing, what they were doing to him. And um, they hate Trump. They hate God. They hate this country. They hate love. They hate freedom. Um. They, they want uh, automatons that don't think, that just react. No, no common sense, no reason, just emotion. And, um, you know, dude, I, I, I understand now why God allows wars, you know, because after a while, the anger, the hate, the unjust, the bias, the unjust again, is so high that he just allows it to play out. So that all that evil can kill itself off so that those that don't want to kill, don't want to see blood, that don't want to hurt, that don't want to, that just want to love, will survive all that hate and that evil that killed itself off. And the the killing fields are ripe right now, man. The evil's got to go. And um, 
this generation has raised a lot of good, strong men to deal with what's coming. Um, yeah. You may not know any of them. They're just watching and abiding their time, man. And uh, their forefathers, just like you and me, brother, and uh, doing their thing quietly, you know, being good family men, building up their reserves, learning how to, you know, training themselves, training their family members. Um, look, just the state of Pennsylvania alone, just the hunters we have in the state, 2.1 million. We are bigger than most armies of the world, and that's just my state. Right. And we're a bunch of long gunners here, which means we know how to snipe. They really don't want to fucking start this war, man. It's not going to end well for them. Well, that's why they keep trying. It's so, so, so insane. They keep trying to do these false flags. The latest one being it may or may not have happened with uh, the six innocent Christians in Nashville. But every time it's like, oh, well, that, that'll scare people enough enough to give up their guns. And every time the exact opposite happens and gun sales go through the roof. And I mean, yeah, the, the United States, the only reason we haven't been totally crushed is because we're, we're knocking on the door of the public but between what's known and what's not known, our, our ownership is somewhere between 500 uh, uh, a million and, and a billion, and, and 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 it could be even more, right? So, what, of ammo, man, so. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep, there you go. Yep. And, and getting back to the whole idea, the, 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 uh, the, you, you hit it in hour one with the ridiculous notion of Judeo Christian. Judeo Christian is like saying devil God. I mean, there's yeah, no, exactly that. no association between the two. In fact, what's a stunning to me is how the, the, the international Jew, the synagogue of Satan, is like a brilliant, evil uh, comic book villain or movie villain. And they have managed to. to Go ahead. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Spectre. Yeah, Spectre. Found. yeah, yeah, yeah Spectre. There you go. And so they've managed to, you know, for for centuries, the Catholic Church was run by real Catholics, and they were like, the Jew is evil. Have nothing to do with the Jew. We're we're gonna cock block the Jew any bitch way we can. You know, well, and, dude, and look at Constantinople. It was 1,200 years of Christendom. The highest level that that Christianity ever attained was Rome of the East. Right, okay. exactly. And how did they do that? They kept the Jew in control. They did not allow him to influence in schools, did not allow him to influence in the media, did not allow them to influence in the entertainment. Okay? So, unfortunately, when you're dealing with the, the children of Satan, you have to, to corral them, man. doesn't mean that you kill them, that you hurt them, but you don't allow them into the positions of authority where they can influence with their depravity, with their immorality. It's not that the Jews are smarter than us. They'll just do shit that you and I as a Christian will not do. Right. You know, we have morals. Exactly. Okay? I'm not going to cheat my brother. That's how I know that yeah. slave trade wasn't Christians. Okay? Christians yep. don't own slaves. Okay? That's exactly right. Well said. In fact, what's so amazing is, you know, one of the most disgusting uh, uh, documents I've ever read is the Talmud, right? And and that <laughs> is either written by a psychopathic, super angry Jew, or it's written by uh, uh, some type of evil and it's channeled through a Jew. But you, you, you contrast that with the new covenant and the message of love uh, 
of Jesus the Christ, and it's like night and day, evil versus divine good. And what's so sad is is with the rewriting of the Bible, uh, the the uh, the the mistake so many of the fake Christians today make is they all think it's kumbaya and love everybody, and uh, you know no. that's not the real message of the real message. Of Jesus no. Christ was uh, righteous indignation, brother. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Well, hey, we're coming up to about the last 12 minutes. And so how can people support what you're doing? I mean, you've got PokerFace.com. You're you're at Rumble. Yeah, but with, we, uh, we, right now, we really can't sell anything, brother. It, it kind of sucks, man. Oh, um, man. Eventually, we'll we'll find some kind of uh, pay plat, plat, platform that, that is run by Patriots that, you know, we're not going to get attacked and, uh, you know, dude, we had a good thing going with PayPal through 2010 until they kicked us off for our politics. I mean, we had zero complaints, like zero, zero. And, um, you know, we could down, we, we could sell our downloads easily and, uh, they just made it like really impossible. But for now I'm just writing more music. Uh, I want to have, uh, as big of a catalog of songs as possible when I leave this earth. Uh-huh. And, um, I kind of see my career being more like along the lines of Cisco Rodriguez. Uh, I told you to check him out. Uh, the, uh, the, the movie's called Searching for Sugarman. His music took off in South Africa, sold more than the Beatles, sold more than Pink Floyd, sold more than uh, the Stones. I actually and, uh, saw him live in concert in Milwaukee about uh, uh, Searching for Sugarman is a remarkable documentary. I mean, it made me cry, yeah, man. Made me cry. Yeah, made me cry, too. bro. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The, the artist such- got to have his, had, had his retribution where his music meant something and mattered. It influenced the whole generation of South Africans. And um, his music came back around again where he got to actually be a participant again. And I see our music like, dude, we should be playing arenas like Floyd and like, you know, right. Stones and everybody else. You should. And um, I still see our times coming, dude. I'm young. I'm, I'm 55, 56, and I'm healthy. Bandmates are younger than me. We're just we're just hitting our stride in terms of writing, man. I just We're just awesome. getting good now, you know? And, uh, fantastic. I, pl- I plan on being a pain in the ass to, to say it and his minions for the next 30 years at least so they can go fuck themselves. There you and I'll go. just keep That's writing awesome. rock and my, my kids can take uh, take the mantle and continue to run with it if they so choose to. Yeah, what a what a that's really inspirational, um, Paul. And God bless you. I think it'll happen for you. And but getting back to searching for Sugar Man, that was so remarkable that that dude, like you know, ran for mayor and and just is just a profoundly decent dude and lives humbly and had no idea that he was like the Elvis. That his music was taken off like a virus. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've always and, called Poker Face music like a virus, man, because once it infects you, man, you can't let go. And you'll infect yeah. others. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And uh, what's so cool is I, I actually saw him. He toured uh, a couple years after the movie, and he movie. played. I was living in Milwaukee at the time. And it was a really good show, awesome. man. He had a really good awesome, band dude. backing him. And, dude, he, uh, he was better than Dylan. He had a better voice. He had better songs, better lyrics. Yes, but nobody was yeah. ready for his Spanny man doing Dylan better than Dylan. The Jews wanted to put forth their, their, their Jew boy, man, not, not the Hispanic man. So he did three albums and disappeared, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So here's another Hispanic man doing the same thing. And uh, with God, our music will be where it needs to be, man. And um, if it's recognized after I'm gone, hey, so be it, man. Look, Mozart's music still playing today. Dust in the Wind will be playing 500 years from now because it's just a fucking awesome song. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's cool. So now the new stuff you're writing and, and putting together, have, have you found any uh, advantages to the new technology with uh, like the plugin processing and all that? Is it easier for you to get, get songs done quicker? Uh, no, because it's a, it's a thing of getting together with the bandmates and I moved two hours away from the bandmates. So before I was 10, 15 minutes down the road, you know, and oh. we could get together two, three times a week. And so a lot of it's going to be done. Like I'll do a bunch of recording here in my house and then it will do a bunch at his house and Brett will like, you know, send his tracks over the wire. And, but you know, whatever we got to do to put the music together and, you know, we all have real jobs and, you know, if guy so chooses to alleviate our day job so we could do this full time, then, then we'll move into that stage at that phase. And, uh, uh, but cool. right now we're just taking care of our families and growing our kids and, you know, still making kick-ass music that, that uplifts, uh, the human, the human spirit and puts Scott first and for, for, forefront. And, you know, through him, all things, you know, all things are made, man. And, oh, uh, and plus you're being a real man and being a father and all you guys are, that's, that's what God intended. That's very, very cool. Hey, you know, one thing, I don't know if you looked into it, but, uh, they keep, uh, trying to, to push the whole gab pay thing, man. If you could get on gab as a platform and be able to sell your stuff, that could be really good for you. Interesting. Do you, do you know him or know somebody to, to get like, I don't, I don't want to come in like out of the cold with, uh, Oh, Dave Gahari has been working, talking with him about running all, all his, uh, uh, publishing imprints. Yeah. 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 Andrew Torba. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to Dave Gahari. He, he, he's interacted with him. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be something like that, that allows us to get back up and be able to sell our, dude, we used to, we used to sell merchandise. We had some killer t-shirts, man. People loved our shirts. And, uh, oh, I would, I would probably wear all your shirts for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. So we had one, we had our, our jester with uh, the Monty Griffin. We were supposed to get five Monty Griffins from uh, Bob, Bob Stewart, man. And then like the next week, the fucking feds are picking him up on bullshit charges. And then they basically whacked him in prison once he was there. But it was a lightweight, 12 pound, 50 caliber, sweet piece of tooling, machined, you know, 50 caliber, you know, tool in your hands, man, that could, you know, drop a helicopter two miles away, man. And, uh, unfortunately no they put way. that brother wow. down, oh, but our teacher had, had a, you know, had, had a remembrance of, of the Monty Griffin there and, you know, the jester held, you know, had, you know, holding it. And, but that's the kind of shit that we would put out, you know? Oh, cool. That's so good. That's so good. All right, man. We're coming down to the final uh, five, six minutes. So do you have any any uh, uh, closing thoughts or any last uh, sentiments you want to share with everybody? Yeah, man. Don't lose hope. There is a God. And um, all God wants from you is faith. You know, faith that he exists, faith that you love him, not that you fear him, not that you're guilt, you know, guilt ridden, not that your sin sinned, you know, too much. You just want your love, man. Look, look at David. You know, Dave, David was definitely not a very, you know, a perfect person. You know, he sent off his best friend to, uh, to the front line so he could, you know, fuck his wife. And um, right. the the reason why God hates sin is because a lot of times your sin takes you away from Him. Like, say you're doing heroin, man. The only thing on your mind when you're a heroin addict or drunk is the next hit, the next, the next beer, the next, uh, you yeah. know, the next drink. Yeah. You're not thinking about God. But God, but David still loved God, man. Even even through all his sin, man. And at the end of the day. That's what God wants. He wants your love, man. And he wants your love unfettered, um, unguilted, unfeared, just just like a father. Like when Christ was here, the disciples are like, well, how are we supposed to talk to the Lord, grand, supreme, uh, infinite universe, uh, infinity? Uh, Christ goes, 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, and forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, and deliver us from evil. Amen. As a father, not some super un unapproachable, untouchable, you know, supernatural being. No, a father. Right. Exactly. Okay, so, and that's the beauty that we're supposed to, you know, to accept. And he is our father, and he wants to be loved. I want to be loved. I don't, I don't want to fear my children to get them to say, I love you, dad. No, no, dude. I, don't, I, don't, I want them out of the blue to be like, hey, dad, I love you, man. When they say that to me, dude, that's, there's, there's no sweeter words that I could ever hear. You know? Oh, I just melt your heart, right? Because it's, it's so sincere. It's so pure. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah so and, and I, I understand him because that's what I, I would want. And that's what he wants from us. So I've tried to give him that unrequited love of, as a child. Since I was a child, I've had had the, the faith and the love and understanding of him since I was a child. And I know that's very blessed because most a lot of people don't have that. I have a couple of friends that struggle that they have no faith and they don't understand why, why I believe and why I have the faith that I do. And I keep learning different things to try to elevate their faith or feed them more. And it's not, not for my faith. You know, most times it's God giving me just different tools and techniques to try to elevate their their spirit more and um right right yeah yeah so that that's the struggle we're at yeah don't lose faith god loves you he wins in the end and love wins so you know evil and saying can go fuck himself and his minions absolutely that's exactly right man that's so inspirational you know the thing i really admire about you and some of the other great guests is how you're so spiritually charismatic you're not looking to create a bunch of followers like that fat uh stay puff mini me uh john Hagee with his fake christianity who's just licking the jew rectum and but you're like really trying to yeah try to inspire your friends and and, and your music supporters and anybody you run into and, and you're so sincere in how you share your insights. And I just salute you for that because realistically, that's the only way it gets done. Otherwise, it's just going to be like that classic Who song, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. And we've had that problem for centuries. We need to to serve the real God, not the phony gods of, of being created by the uh, Satanists. Yeah. Well, the time's short for them, brother. Um, know that. And uh, yeah. we'll see the... Uh, a thousand years of peace in our lifetime i'll be able to deliver that to my children and uh, that's all i want to do Fantastic. i want to be here to uh lead them into that beautiful place where brother trust brother right from the get-go we don't have to waste 20 years trying to build that trust and and friendship there's just love there the ticket to ride to heaven is love you know and, and love is not just uh, the feel good you know I, I fucked my wife or my girl and that that, that love no there's the mercy <laughs> There, there's That's the lost, unselfish right, acts. Right. Just yeah. do the right thing when you don't want to do it. It's the forgiveness. It's all these other things of love. Like, ah, I don't want to do that. No, no, no. You're going to do it. That's what yeah. a mature human being that has elevated himself to a higher consciousness does. You do the right thing, even though you don't want to do it. Even if it means sacrificing yourself for a greater cause, because you were the person that, that could only deliver it at that moment, because God chose you for that moment. So. 
Oh, what a great, great uh, insight because everyone thinks that, yeah, love is easy and love, you know, being human is to be imperfect, to be flawed. And it's when you make the right choice in that moment where, you know, if if you step in front of a bus, could you save a child and, and that child turns out to be something and that's love that is serving God, right? It's not because no matter if it's when you're, when you're two, two uh, weeks old or a hundred years old we're all gonna die it's it's not about dying it's about how you live and how you serve the divine and and really we are christ said uh, your brother yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah that's what christ came down here it's like doing to others that's the whole message yeah, yeah. The, the, look you could boil down the, the ten commandments to two love god and love your brother period yes. that's it yes. Except, jeez, oh, this is so cool, but we're going to run out of time. But, you know, this whole love is love nonsense that the Satanists are using to try and get the average shithead to accept uh, mentally deranged child raping trannies. That's not yeah. love. That's no. weaponized weasel words, is it not? <laughs> no, that's just abuse, brother. There you go. It's abuse. Exactly right. Wow, Paul, you're an amazing cat, and uh, it's such an honor to get to know you. And uh, next time, next month, we'll bring you on Sunday night, and that's a really cool audience, and we can take calls. And and uh, the RBN uh, callers are real high quality, and so uh, we'll do that. And in the meantime, man, anything I can do to support you, because you're you're one of the guys who uh, who's got it right and who gets it. And so uh, uh, Thanks, what bro. an honor it is to have you on the you show. Thanks for having me up. I, I enjoy talking to you. Um, it's an easy, casual conversation. Uh, some cool things are shared. A lot of times it's for the people listening. It's not for my edification. It's for what I've learned and what I can share. There you go. The great Paul Tapetti of Poker Face. Thanks, everybody. Remember, this is the last Thursday show next week, uh, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So see you tomorrow on the Perfect Triangle. Good night, everyone. Wow, that was a great show, Paul. The same asylum with Giuseppe, the G-Man.